Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This week on Up to 90, we talk Britney Spears. Gimme, gimme, mom. How could we not? I always think for us more naughties, though. So what are we going to say to the haters, Emma? Well, I would have agreed with the haters. But then when I I know a couple of our lovely listeners got in touch and wanted us to talk about Britney. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of naughties. But she she got up to a fair bit in the 90s. Well, she was around. Sure, She's only like a year older than us, isn't she? Well, she's three years older than me. Thanks very much, Julie. Oh, is that what we're doing here? 81, Um, she is. Okay. I'm just just on the cusp of 84. By that, I mean 83. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. I didn't think you were 82. Because I always kind of, Britney was my measure. Do you know, if I felt good about what I was doing, I'd just see what she was up to. She'd have a little nose. Well, I was surprised. I thought that she was younger than me. I thought she was like 85 Uh, or something. Come on, Emma. (laughs) Sorry, just that just saying. says so much about our self-image, like my self-image versus your self-image. You oh, yeah. I just always thought she was a couple of years younger than me. I love it. I but, do. Uh, we love Brits, though. You would do. Yeah. Was saying. So yeah, just she did. A, she did. She did a far better than the nineties. In fairness, in fairness. Up to ninety. Up to ninety. Up to ninety. But how are you today? I'm good. It was sorry for being late there. Those keys. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. Do you know what's very funny? You know, when someone tries to cut, I mean, I was going to say cut you off, but I don't know what the term is. You know, when they're like, I'm very good for letting people into the lane. Like, that's mm, just my I style. I bet you are. Beth that Fred is loves just it. Mine. But he fucking loves it. Get in my lane, baby. Oh, Let's get it on. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I'm very good for letting people into my lane. But mm. I, what I don't you like will. is someone presuming it's going to happen. And nosing their way, their way, their way in minus just that little, the little wave, the smile and the wave. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, the but smile and the wave has to be there. Hilariously, then he just stayed in the taxi lane, and I just was like, "No, it's not happening. I'm in a rush." But then I hadn't factored in, of course, that we would be face to face at the traffic lights. Mm. So I was like, "Hiya." Sorry, just no, I, I think it's one of those rushy days in the car today because I found myself someone was reversing out of their driveway and I found myself saying under my breath, fucking get back. Get the fuck yeah, back. Do you I'm do just, that? 
Who am I talking to? Of course, hello. Of course, you know I've got a mouse at the moment. Was I telling you this? No, do tell. Um, so just I actually, I mean, the mouse is fairly brazen. Do you know? Like he was hanging out with me the other night when I was watching celebs go dating. Like didn't even like just was in like sitting in the middle hanging out. Like what's on the menu? Well, I went to. They will eat anything. They will eat anything. I found out. So I was like, I think it's the same guy, and he was like. No, there's always mammy, daddy, uncle, auntie, niece, oh, nephew. Yeah. And they like breed it's just a whole like wildfire. <gasps> Do they? Yeah. My well, he cat. gave me a mouse trap. You, oh, you have them. a cat. When did this happen? Oh, no. you're the cat from your former life. Well, the cat, we, we had it only a couple of years ago. It just moved in with a man around the corner. Oh, God. Well, the, it, it, you treat your cat? We treated the cat well, but it all got a bit much for her because in the space of a couple of years... Babies and two dogs. Yeah, and I the dog had pups her and all that. To live her life. Yeah, so she moved in with this old man around oh the corner. God. He probably feeds her like fucking steak tartare every day. Do you know what I mean? Like... I don't, I, do you Just know, that's what I love about cats. They're like, I'm going to make the best choice for me. Oh, yeah, we, we used to see know, her. That's what I love about We used them. to see her every so often if we were like going to the shop or something, you'd, you'd say hello, try and hang out for a few minutes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but no. yeah, so I Oh, have, yeah, she caught mice. Sorry, that's what I was going to say. That was the it. point. So I but. think we might have to get a cat because I bought the mouse traps and, you know, the hardware man did the requisites, you know, pretty woman closing the box on my yeah, fingers. Yeah. We all had a bit of a giggle. Um, I bought you didn't have to ride traps. him after. That was a bit much Bought though. four traps. It's just his fleece. You know how I feel mm. about a North Face fleece. Like, I know. I can't say no. The smell of sawdust off. Oh, it gets you I going, just doesn't it? Love, I just love a bit of sawdust. And mm. also just, like, just for the cuddles after, like, you can't beat a fleece. But on the hardware but store floor. He, well, oh, and I mean, it's, how it's many totally lends for the itself ride? to euphemisms. I mean, come on. Yeah. Is that a hammer? Are you happy to see me? Leave that, the belt on. That's all. You're real into that, aren't you? Um, I just, well, I don't know. Actually, I, I really? don't want to know. I don't want to know. Um, but Depends yeah, on so the cat, then though. He did the whole like, oh, you're such a murderer. We all laughed. But sure, then I went home, laid my traps exactly like he had shown me how to do. Mm. Without fail, I've done this twice. I've also watched a YouTube video as to how, just to make sure I was setting the traps up correctly. So you've got I a master's degree traps. now at this point. I have watched uh, two YouTube videos, actually. So two YouTube videos. Um, I don't know. I basically, I think we have um, the most intelligent mouse family in, in, in the world living in our home because I've set them up five traps I've set them up twice every single time I come down and I think oh it's going to be really sad now because there's going to be a decapitated mouse and instead of a decapitated mouse mm. the chocolate is gone Fred the chocolate <laughs> is gone well you say that but I <laughs> I was a bit trap. alarmed because the other day a snack bar you know the way they gnaw through plastic yeah. so I picked up my snack bar and it just fell to pieces in my hands the plastic was gone they'd gnaw through to the chocolate oh my god and disturbingly I mentioned this to Fred I didn't want to say that myself and the mouse had been hanging out like that I had I had been up close and personal with the mouse so I just I just wanted to break I just kind of you know gentle questions how do you feel about mice um, what would you do now if we had a mice, a mouse? You know, just gentle, it's real abstract questions. It's real insight into you, though, isn't it? You're kind of befriending the mouse. 
and all of that. But in, within the space of less than 24 hours, you're plotting his death. Of course. I mean... Real insight, Julie. Real fucking insight. disturbingly, I said to Fred, look, I think there might be something in the house because, you know, I told him the snack bar story. Mm. And his he looked quite bashful and he said, oh, yeah, I actually went for a snack bar the other morning and it was morning. missing some plastic and it it I thought that maybe you had just taken a bite and just decided against it so I polished it off. You so joking that's the me. stage Are you we're joking? at that he thinks I actually know true plastic. <laughs> Are you for real? I'm not I actually am a hundred percent for real because oh, the joke Jesus. you just made about Fred and the mousetrap, I was like, I could probably build this into a bit of my set because I did say that to him. I was like, be honest with me. He of course said yeah. the thing about you know, he fancied a midnight snack. And I was like, be honest with me, because I think it was just driving me so mad. I was yes. like, surely only a human. Surely only a human could be beating me here. Like, I can't be, I can't be defeated by a mouse, Emma. So he did the whole, like, ah, oh, yeah, I just fancied a midnight snack, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, Sorry, I I'm know. confused now. Is Fred the mouse? I don't know what's going on. What do you do with that? What do you do Are you to on me? or are you off the meds? Um, well, are you, self, are you self-medicating again? A bit of, se- oh, of self-medicating. You know me. We've pinpointed the issue. Um, no, but you know what? It does scare Listener, me. Listen, you're getting in touch just... if you've mistake, mistaken your boyfriend for a mouse. Is it, it a field mouse? I have to give a shout. Well, I hope so because we are in the country. But it doesn't mm. make a difference. A mouse is a mouse is a mouse. Well, and then the hardware man tried to make me feel better by like at least it's not a rash. Yeah, I was like, has it come to this? I have to say, I objected to Claire Byrne last week because she was giving. You know, there's this huge rat living in Ashtown. Have you seen this obese rat? No, it's the size of a cat. It's like part seal, part cat. They get big. They really do get big. And like as Claire Byrne was saying, um, if anyone is scared, has an issue with rodents, maybe look right now. So fantastic, well done, RTE. They were saying that Mm. (laughs) over. The image, the moving image of this huge giant rat. So a bit too little, too late. Thank you, Claire Byrne. We love you. But I just didn't need to see that. Between that and bloody the disappearance of Madeleine McCann. Emma, I haven't been right since. Have you finished? Have you been watching it? No, I told you. I told you last week. I, I'm not watching it because I, I heard have, it was I shite. have a theory. Gorda was on to us about he's doing a live podcast episode tonight, which obviously it's going to be after the fact when you listen to this podcast. But do check it out. It's going to be available, of course, on his thingy majiggy, those conspiracy guys. He was saying about, you know, this blue bag that the dad, um, there was a lot of talk about the fact that his blue sports bag was missing. Yeah. After the crime, and I, I said to Gordo, and I just felt like such a good girl because the teacher said, "Very good, Julie." I said, "I think it's missing, not because they had anything to do with their disappearance of the child, which they definitely didn't. I think they used it to get rid of the stuff. Maybe they gave the kids before they went to sleep." Oh yeah. And Gordo, I just want to read because you know when somebody, you know when somebody just gives you praise and you just want it so badly. Mm. So he's like, "Oh, maybe Blam Julie with the Miss Mar- Marple joint, nice one." I mean, I'm just hang so on, chuffed. read it again. Oh, maybe Blam Julie with the, now. There's a couple of exclamation marks here mm. as well, just to just to add a bit of color, paint the full picture. Julie with the Miss Marple joint, nice one. And then he said, join in tonight, sure, for the crack. But 
sorry, Gorda, we're doing our own podcast this evening. But that would be my theory about the blue bag. And I'm so uh, glad yeah, I got a thumbs up from Gordo. <laughs> sorry, I think you need to read in between the lines of that message. He says, oh, yeah, maybe you should join in tonight. He's yeah, totally no, fobbing he just, you off. He's just like, oh, well done I'm you. Re- I need the positive, okay? Between the mouse, the traffic. What was that like? That's What did you get out of him there? 15 words? Um, yeah, I mean, it's I probably mean, it's short on. for a Gordo message, isn't it? Yeah. It's abrupt, actually. Yeah. yeah that's so what it is. It I think is he's. Te- I think the thumbs up is a fucking middle finger. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, I think you're. I think you're reaching well, there oh, now. But to you be know, honest. and you know what? Speaking of, I actually no. Well, it's it's if you haven't watched the series, but um, there is this thing with the surgical mask, which I just think has left an indelible mark on my soul. And as I was speeding down here, mm. a guy just passed me on a bike with a fucking surgical mask on. Is this is this where we're at now? Are I people? S- no. Have you seen these people? I've, I've seen this in, in well. I wouldn't in be Dublin. in. I wouldn't be in town as much during like you know rush hour times or whatever. But I'd I'd say I would have seen that about once a year. Do you know what I mean? The surgical mask buzz. What's it all about, Emma? I don't know. People protecting their health. I mean, Mama. it's so extreme, isn't it? Like, we barely have a high rise. Come I on. think just... Come on. Well, I'm sure I'm sure it's probably the advised thing to do, but, like, who gives a shit? What's it going to buy you? Three extra days? When you're dying anyway? I mean, do you know what I mean? I just... you know what? Sometimes I think every now and again when I'm rinsing out a Tetra, a t- uh, just a Tetra pack, I just think... What's it all for? What's it all about? Do you know, I just think of China building up these like, you know, fossil fueled powered like cities of 10 million people overnight. Mm. Do not give two shits about recycling. I don't recycle anything. I just every Sunday morning we get up and have a little bonfire at the back. Plastic, the whole lot. Kids old clothes. Everything. Right, that just takes, I just love, I love weekends in your gaff. Friday <laughs> treats, rounding it all up with just a nice fire. Yeah, well, the fire's still fire going from the, the night before, the big house party. No wonder so the cat was like, I just it. want a nice, easy life. Me and Shane taking in shifts. You got You just got to get the uppers and downers right and you're laughing. That's my theory. I know. I mean, look, I think you're definitely whatever. Love about, always so baby. I don't know why that sucks in well, my look, head. The old, my only concern, concern if I'm honest, look, I don't want to be at the risk Fuck. of sounding like a buzzkill. My no. only concern is next year when Ella's in the leaving search. She's not though. That's, I know, but like, you're not all in transition year. I know. Do you know, I mean, honestly. Well, I tell you now. Transitioner seems to be a load of bollocks to me. Oh, they've got the Goshka Awards. They've got the jigsaw fucking speeches. It's just like, because she said to me, she's doing the Goshka Awards and she has to do all this volunteering. And she's like, you know, each week it's like there's a okay, money for look, this, money for that. Let's just get real. Nobody gives two shits about the Goshka That's Awards. That's what I want to if say. If you were listening to this and you're Ella, in no one gives a fuck. Okay. Don't bother your home. As a t- this is my day job. Okay. As a teacher, you come out with a lot of shit just for an easy life. So you say things like, Goshka, you can put it on your CV. Do you think Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> <laughs> you're applying fuck. for a job and 
Facebook. Do you think he gives two shits that you won the Young Scientist or that you did Goshka? No, but she's saying to me like one of the parts of it or is that she's she had going... Zac Efron's bit in High School Musical. <laughs> Nobody cares. She's doing we swimming. We just say it so you'll shut up and be quiet for two seconds. She's doing swimming, right? And she went down to uh, Rat Mines and the fella in the pool rang me because you can't swim on your own when you're 15 without oh, permission. Oh, no, stop, Emma. This is making me really sad. Yeah. And you were having your bonfire out the back. Yeah. Once, once you couldn't hear him. You got had to get Shane to turn the Bluetooth speaker down. I thought down. it was somebody ringing about bringing like a jacuzzi down. I was like, what pool? What are you talking about? That's mad and all. And then I was like, oh, yeah, she's swimming. Yeah, grand. It's but, like um, in Sleeping with the Enemy when Julia Roberts fam- <laughs> learns to swim in secret. Do you think Ella's staging her escape? She's so clever, I wouldn't put it past her. She is swimming She's a lot. learning to swim. And then you're like, but she can't swim. We're going to Spain there in a couple of weeks. So maybe she's just going to swim. Where are you swim. going in Spain, by the way? Because I Salou. want to book a holiday. Near and Barcelona. I just wanted to go somewhere cheap. And then I actually was very close to booking a couple of days in Spain. I'm between mm. Spain and Portugal. But I just thought, Jesus Christ, if we end up on holiday together. Oh, look, we're officially heart- a blended family. <laughs> if we end up on holiday. <laughs> you're not going to go to fucking family resort in Salou. Although it is dead. I mean, as long as you've got food and drink, who gives a shit? Yeah, There's the cultural I, well, side of me coming out. Do you know, I know, do you know what? Like, would, what mad. would you and Fred do now? Would you be doing the sightseeing or would you be just like lazing well, around you know, eating? Uh, I'd say a bit of both. Yeah, like, I yeah, definitely, because yeah. you know, like we're two schnocktables, the two of us obviously, because yes. it's saying, Pretty I mean, the hello. Like, I mean, we're all away just translucent. We need to start going away in April all the time. So it's a great time to go away. So mm. like I do, I mean, I used to be mad for sun and all that kind of thing. And there were a couple of summers I did get a bit of a tan. Um, so it's kind sure, of a lighter uh, shade of blue. But, but I'm down past you on the transparent scale. I mean, well, I'm I think, fr- do you know what? You don't do have you know freckles. What? I think it's more, um, do you know that, uh, have you ever had a dim sum? Yeah. Do you know that's uh, like yes. our skin? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can just see everything that's going on inside. Lighter do you know shade what I mean? Gray, isn't You're it? just like, I mean, personally as a nurse, I'd love to see someone of our pattern um, coming towards me because, I mean, obviously no problem finding a vein. Like, it's like, which one do you want, love? I know, yeah, they Take do love us when we, when we rock But no, up. like, I mean, you and I do have, like, we are, the, you know, we have the skin, we have the skin tone of dim sum. And that's fine. Everyone's got their mm. thing. I have to say, I was loving the fake tan on Fred. I know that's terrible, but I was really? loving it. Yeah. You see, I'm in two minds I about got a fake rainy tan. Because I used to love it. And I used to do it all the time. You can't imagine yeah. fake tan on no, you. No, not crazy, but you know a bit of fake tan and then I kind of went completely off because the effort of it and I was like oh, do you know what it never looks it always just looks like fake tan but then I remember in school a lot of teachers be like they'd call me aside and say Emma are you okay they'd all be looking for a big fucking juicy scandal do you know what I mean like oh my parents are on heroin or something that's why I look so grey but it was just my natural colour but I think like you kind of do look better with a bit of tan. Do you know Am what? I kind of getting it's back controversial. Into it, now? it is controversial. So I kind right, of want to accept my own yeah. skin colour. Do you know Isn't what I mean? Isn't it such a tough one? It is, yeah. Because you look at the likes of Angela Scannon and you think she's iridescent or like, you know, that beautiful redheaded madman. Can't think of her name now. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you do think. But she's not a natural wrestler. She's not pale, pale. But you just think. It's I don't the know, legs I, is my issue. The legs are purple. 
you literally took the words I just need Faye Tan to make them neutral. Do you know what I mean? This, look, we just need enough Faye Tan so that we don't look terminally ill. That's all yeah, we need. Yeah, yeah. You know like, I mean? I'll we go just... to a wedding and I might put a little bit on. I will still be the palest person there. But yeah. it's too, I mean, it'd be too much. Because I always think, you know, with those like J.C. Lee Dullard and all these people. People start and fundraising like for fucking Like, you know, like with all the kids when they emerge, what's always, what always kind of signposts um, hostage situation to the to the hospital staff mm. is the fact that they, they always mention, because I was looking at J.C. Lee Dullard because I really wanted to do her actually in the next few weeks. Oh, yeah. And they always mention, well, what really stood out for me was the kids look like they hadn't seen sun in a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's me and you, Ems. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I anyway, do. but you know what? It's the legs. Thank you for saying it. But your legs. your only man. Yeah, yeah. Look, I did buy a bit just, the other day. Everyone looks better with a bit of tan. Yeah. Like when I... It's, That's it's, the party line from up tonight, you know. We're sorry. Do you know what? I've yeah. tried to embrace it, but I look back at photos, like at the IFTAs that... No, it wasn't the IFTAs. Fred had something on last year. And oh, I was, yeah, yeah. Do you I remember know. when I had my breakdown because I thought it was supposed to be Deb's dress and as I left, he was like, I think it's actually was pretty it casual. Image? You went to the it boys' image. image, wasn't it? Yeah. But you know, the one thing I had done from the night before was I had the bit of tan, hated my outfit... And I actually only found the photo recently and I was like, I look so much better with a bit of tan. I'm mm. sorry, but it's true. Everyone yeah. does. Tan up that dim sum. I, do, I think we're just... Spin- That's our quote I think we today. need to lighten the, lighten the tone. <laughs> lighten <laughs> the tone now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, go for babes. Yeah, so we're going to chat about Britney. Britney in the 90s. And this might be Britney part one. I don't know because, I mean, it is Britney. Obviously. Do you know what I mean? It's pretty big. It's Britney, bitch. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. So, born 1981, Mississippi. She was the second in her family. So, the we don't, well, we all know the brother Brian, but we don't hear much about him. And then, obviously, the little sister, Jamie, Jamie Lynn, who, do you remember her from Nickelodeon? Yeah. Zoe 101, who... And she, uh, she had a baby quite young, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, I think she was 15. And I didn't like the way that didn't fit in with the brand. So I think the parents are a bit like, okay, Jamie Lynn, that's it now for your career for a while. Well, I don't know if it was the parents so much as Nickelodeon. Now, she still has think, a... I yeah, yeah, like she still has a music career. She's more oh, country yeah. music than oh, wait, yes, Britney. Yes, I heard that Which recently. is actually, interesting enough, is kind of where Britney saw herself originally when she was starting out. She kind of saw her music as being... Did she? Cheryl Coley... Or Cheryl Crowell, not Cheryl Cole. Cheryl Crow. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That kind of like, kind of pop, kind of bit of a... A country kind of twang. Sound I'm writing Sharon in the book. <laughs> yeah, but when she met up with Jive Records and stuff, they kind of angled her into pop, and she was like, "Oh, it made much more sense because then I can dance and whatever." So she grew up in kind of Bible Belt area of America, and she was baptized Southern Baptist, or she was baptized at the Southern Baptist con- Convention. It's like a Protestant Baptist thing. So church would have been a big part of her life. And she started singing in the church. So all that. So when she, she started singing in the church when she was about five, started going to dance lessons when she was three, just locally. Um, And then when she, yeah, she got her first kind of solo thing when she was five in the church. So when she was eight, 
I think it was, this is 1990, this is when the revival of the Mickey Mouse clubhouse thing was starting. So many of them were in the Mickey Mouse. Yeah, so when she auditioned initially, she didn't get it in 1990. They went to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, She auditioned, but they thought she was a bit young because I suppose it's meant to be like kind of early, early teen would would be kind of the age of the cast. And she was only nine. But the casting um, director introduced her to an agent in New York, Nancy Carson. So she basically suggested to her, when you think of it, like she's only nine, she suggested that she enroll in a professional performing arts school. So Lynn, the mom, Jamie Ling and Brittany were then living in New York, subletting an apartment. So think about it in America. I always find it's crazy when you hear these people who started off as kids and then like one half of the family goes off and moves to New York or L.A., and then the dad and the it's brother with no rhythm. St- yeah, in a way, isn't the brother with no rhythm? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, that would have been me. Well, <laughs> well, true, wasn't yeah. that? Didn't you mention that as well about Wade Robson? The yeah. whole thing about the like the yeah, dad yeah. staying behind and he went after the mom. I mean, it's a huge and he was in Australia. For a family to make. Yeah, oh, totally. Like, to- I know her parents now split up in later years, mm. and then did they kind of get back together and split up again and? But, I think they had a bit of a turbulent relationship. Mm, mm. So sometimes you'd wonder if these mothers are kind of pushing their kids into stardom because that suits them. Do you know what I mean? Um, but she, from the very start, she kind of did well in New York. Her first job was understudy for a character in Ruthless Off-Broadway. And then she was getting commercials and stuff because obviously she has a very commercial look. Um and then in 1992, she got the gig on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse House and Club. And who was on that at the time? <laughs> so Christina Aguilera was on it, okay. Justin Timberlake, okay. Ryan Gosling Ooh. and Kerry Russell. So I remember actually... Curls. Yeah. So I remember Christina actually saying that in later years, so obviously they grew... But they're not... They're kind of matesy, but they're not friends. But I remember her saying that when she saw Britney getting her break... She was devastated. She was like, fuck. Because Britney got out, got out before Christina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of like when somebody's booking a comedy gig and they're like, okay, we only have space for one translucent redhead. I know, it's either, yeah, It's yeah. either me or you, babe. Well, I was say, I said, just, I, I think it was Alison or something. I was at her podcast and I was like, I don't really uh, get, you know, green-eyed monster with people. I'm just like, you know, it's all a journey, everyone to their own. I said, but if some fucking redhead with three <laughs> kids, you know, some redhead with three kids rocks up who's from Dublin, I'll be like, fuck up. I know. That's yeah, my, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my, yeah. Uh, be like West Side Story. Selling point, yeah. So um, she obviously had a great time doing that show. I don't know if she did. I mean, we haven't, we've lost touch. We haven't been texting recently. But it was cancelled in 96. Okay. So that was a bit of a blow. Heavy blow. Do you know what I mean? You know why yourself. was it cancelled? Just ratings, etc. Yeah, just cancelled. Like, why are, why is anything cancelled? I think it was right. But I like with those. You get philosophical. No, but with those shows, I think you've got to spice it up every so often. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. yeah. Um, but she didn't look, she didn't waste any time. In 1997, she was talking to Lou per- Perlman. 
my, I can't read my own writing, um, about a girl group, like, you know, possibly auditioning for a girl group because at, obviously at that time it was Spice Girls, it was Backstreet Boys. So I suppose for people like Brittany and Christina kind of emerging mm-hmm. out of the TV show now, obviously looking for careers, both of them in music, people were saying, oh no, it's it's all about the girl bands. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, a family friend of theirs, Larry... Uh, Rudolph, and he was also an entertainment lawyer. Handy, handy, handy. He was like, she needs to, his theory was she needs to uh, do professional demo by herself. That was his advice. And we need to go and we need to shift this around to a few people or whatever. So they did that. Went uh, went back, so she'd already come home. They went back to New York, went around a few places None of them were interested except Jive Records. And they got back in touch um, like two weeks later. So it was Eric Foster in Jive Records that started working with Britney and he pushed her into more of the kind of pop kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I think basically the thing that they liked about Britney was that she could get uh, so obviously I don't want to keep comparing her to Christina but uh, you know they kind of came from the same training ground Christina obviously has a better voice but they were talking about the emotion that she was able to convey in her voice Mm -hmm. that a lot of young people you know can't really portray that without a lot of life experience behind them and that she was extremely extremely ambitious um, and she had that whole, like, you know, eye of the tiger thing or whatever. Um, so they started working with her straight away. Her debut studio album, Baby One More Time, was released January 12th, 1999. Debuted at number one. Isn't that unbelievable, though, for a girl the of US her age to debut yeah. at number one? Insane. And you know what I thought was so mad about that video? It was actually her cousin in that video was the object of her oh, affection. The, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And supposedly the story goes, but I don't know if I believe it, that the whole schoolgirl outfit routine was her idea. That's when I heard as well, yeah. yeah. But again, it's a bit too easy, isn't it? It's yeah. a bit too handy. Yeah. I mean, personally, I just think I don't know... Does any teenager say, I've got a great idea, I'll dress up as a schoolgirl? To me, that's kind of coming from, you know, it's a bit male gazy, isn't it? Yeah, well, I suppose uh, kind of on the same subject. It was on in April then in 1999. Do you remember the cover of the Rolling Stones? Yeah. So her lying on the bed, wearing a bra, little shorts. Um, very. What would you call it? It was sultry. so. It, but it was so. It was. It was disturbing, wasn't it? As well, because that whole Lolita element of like it was very infantilizing, mm. but yet also very sexualized. Yeah, and she was only she Unsettling. was settling. She was only seventeen. Very controversial, of course, at the time. But you she was, couldn't you see, do it now. It. You could no. not. You literally could not do that now. Uh, rightly so. But you know what? It's funny because like you just mentioning it there, obviously I haven't seen it in so many years, but it's just made like an indelible mark on my soul. Because I think because we were roughly the same age as Britney as well. Yeah, yeah. There was almost this thing of, oh, okay, is that what we're supposed to be? We're supposed to be innocent and cute, but also like mad for it. Yeah. 
That was the message being projected. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yes. And then there was the whole thing, I'm a virgin, but I'm living, you know, later on, then I'm living with Justin Timberlake or whatever. I'm a virgin. Yeah, but, um, but there was that. And of course, sure, that was all, I mean, that was all part of the commodity as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So American Family Association referred to the shoot as the disturbing mix of childhood and adult sexuality. I actually, uh, do you know what? I at the time I probably would but have they said, called uh, on people to, still, but I would totally yeah. agree now. No, I think the way they went about it was a bit much extreme. They said that they thought that people should boycott um, her music and all this stuff. Um, and then it wasn't long after this that she announced publicly that she would remain a virgin till she married. You see, this is where, I do you know what? Even at my young age, I think so. Nineteen ninety nine was Britney. kind of a bit of a, a crazy year for her, and then she started touring, like you know, her, her own tour, or whatever, baby, one more time tour, um, in June of that year, um, and it all it all got c- crazy. And obviously, that. we can't talk about the rest of it because that would be naughty. So that would be up to naughty. I oh, know. Sure, we could at some stage, but I just thought we'd have a little snapshot of just Britney in the nineties. But even when you look at, you know, her, um, what's the word? Her becoming a star, like a, a global star, actually, in terms of her music career, happened very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and her look, you can see that it de- her look became more manufactured. Mm-hmm. You know, you can definitely see that. And, she, you know, you can see that at a young age, she... Probably did have a bit, little bit of work done. Mm. So, well, certainly very early on, like the breasts were done, the nose was done. Yeah. Like they were discernible. And also, you could, like, just to say as well that 90s cosmetic surgery, it's not as subtle, it was not as subtle as it is today. No. Like, you know, she was in one, you know, she was in baby one more time and then suddenly had a new nose. Like, yes. even I. Even I, with my dim sum skin, was like, I think she said something done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, or even just her look, you know what I mean? It really changed from the 90s. But I can remember hearing about the mom saying to some, because I can remember, um, I don't know, it wasn't Dr. Phil, because we know how we feel about him, but it was some one of these shows. uh, She had the whole intervention with Dr. Phil. But it was another show where they were talking about her mother and how, you know, basically, Britney obviously had been very much controlled all aspects of her life have been controlled from a very young age. Mm. And the idea that her mother would have gone up to, because he was interviewed on something like, it was like some MTV show or some expose about Britney. Yeah. But this guy was like the captain of the local football team, absolutely gorgeous. This is really disturbing. So she was like 13, he was like 17. Mm. So serious age gap at the time. Yeah. Her mother went, uh, came up to this guy in like the local grocery store, st- store. He said this and she said, hey, you know, you should ask Brittany on a date. What? I mean, like, yes, your child is working in New York. She's still a child. She's 13 years of age. Insane. And then, so, and then the interviewer um, asked him, I'll never forget, he said, and tell me, you know, was she a virgin? Like, is this whole thing true? Because, you know, the world was obsessed with the fact yes. that she could not be a virgin. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I'll plead the fifth. I won't answer that one or something, you know, laughing, laughing. Mm. But I just thought like a seven, and it, it, anyway, the, the person who was discussing it was saying, you know, that really says an awful lot about the dynamic that at her, at the at age 13, her mother was, I don't want to use the word pimping her off but yes. I mean it just was not you know a normal mother-daughter dynamic do you know who I think kind of had the same 
level of interest into her, I mean, sex life as a child. Um, Charlotte Church. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the the stuff that she went through in the pe- in the press was horrific. And when she was yeah. a child. Yeah. And they were obsessed with her press. And do you remember there was a countdown until when she was 16? Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's Isn't what that you're disgusting? dealing with. I mean, absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was, and then she won rear of the year and she was like 16 years of age, like just completely gross. So I don't, uh, I mean, it's no wonder that Charlotte Church kind of took a Turned different her road back on it all, yeah. With the music and whatever. Because she could have, if she wanted to, she, I'm sure she could have kept going along and doing the opera bits and Do you making a nice little Do remember when she did the album with Gary Barlow? That was quite a good little album. Yeah, yeah, I thought Even it was good. God can't change the past. I thought that was good. I liked Loved it, that yeah. that song. Um, but I suppose, and I wouldn't blame Britney but for having a breakdown. Because well, I think even that Rolling not. Stones cover, like she said at the time, she could, uh, or you know, like maybe one or two years after, she couldn't really see anything wrong with it. She thought it was fine. She was really happy with it. But I think something like that, it's not until years later, you, you kind of would look back and say, Jesus, I was used. I think, do you terribly. know what I think what happened with Britney? I think that she processed, which often happens, I think. It's almost like post-traumatic stress disorder, isn't it? Mm. I think when she started to process everything, yeah, that's when she lost control. Like, she could not... I think because she'd been expected to keep up this facade for so long and please other people and was essentially the breadwinner in her family from when she was a child. Yes. I mean, you talk about, like, you know, child exploitation and obviously I'm not equating, like, working in a Nike factory in Asia with what she was doing. But imagine that pressure. Insane. And also, do you know what I didn't like about the whole breakdown thing as well was um, the way her dad... I think her dad still has a certain degree of control over her finances. And not to make everything gendered, because, you know, that's not what we're about. We don't do that generally. But I do think you'd be hard-pressed to find, you know, an instant where a man has a nervous breakdown and his mother takes control of his finances. Mm. There's a bit of that as well. Like, I how wonder how feel, much in control she is now. How do you feel about Britney now? now when you see her pop up on a I think chat show couch? And what's your gut me, feeling when you... Because obviously we all loved Britney. We all loved Britney. We'll always defend, you know, Britney and we'll always have a real love for Britney. To me, she's almost a shadow of her former self now. Yes. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make presumptions, but I don't know is that she's sedated or is she medicated? But I just feel so sad for her because I feel like she's not being allowed to be her real self. It's like they've sedated that spark out of her. I don't know. Or whether it's herself, like she or whether she can or something or whether she just can't give anymore but you know I don't feel like you don't see now and I don't know whether it's just because um, she's kind of done it and she she didn't like like say like you know she did the reality bits with Kevin and whatever I don't think that you get to see like the goofy Britney side anymore she oh like a lot of the time like she's she's good you know interviewee or whatever but she always looks uncomfortable and yeah. she always looks really uncomfortable in the clothes she's wearing. Yeah. 
like the dresses seem to be like really really short so she's really conscious of it being really she's short it down the shoes yeah. seem to be like really and I'm kind of like is that what she want to wear or what's do you want to yeah. just rock but out in a pair of shorts the, and a little when, top like then do that she just there seems to be an air of like uncomfortableness around her well whenever her. you see her in her free time you know that no more than the rest was the hair is thrown up the joggers are on you know yeah. she's looking comfortable and you just think do you know what Brittany if that's what you want to wear if that's when you are at your most comfortable wear, yeah, that, yeah. wear that on the fucking Graham Norton show I know yeah do you know I do I do think there's something about her now that does make me quite sad even now you know mm. and I think that we'll always you know we'll always be rooting for Britney would I go to Britney concert I would um but oh, I would totally. I mean, she's she's come a long way from give me more. But you know what, though, give I me, don't think like she's she sh- fell apart so publicly and in such an extreme fashion. She wasn't right though when she came back and was doing give me no, more and all that. She came but she's back better too now, soon, better now. But I think that people of our generation will never be able to mentally get past that time because it was just so to watch her and the way Justin Timberlake was such a fucking dick with the video and yeah, do you know that I video know. what was it Crimea River and then the next one he did what goes around comes back around and he released that song and then she it did had get to the breakdown. point where you're like Justin put just it down the, you're, you're going out with Jessica Biel uh, Justin uh uh mm, uh I mean, if fuck you were off. Jessica, would you not be like, shut the fuck we up about Britney We all supported you Justin. through that curly mop of bleach blonde shite. Do you know shite? what I mean? I know. And like, I just, I just remember again, MTV it's interview. my heart. Oh, oh God. But I just, oh, yeah. in that interview on MTV and they're like, be honest, is this song about Britney? And you could see like Justin starting to sweat. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, do you know what? You're only saying that because she has shaved her head. She yeah. is on the brink. She's going through some kind of psychotic meltdown. Like, you don't know what pain people are going through. And it's like, yeah, look, she well, might yeah. have I done mean, whatever. Who knows went on in the vi- relationship. Yeah. But have a bit of class, Justin, and move on. Well, I, I saw... I remember Even watching, if the other person didn't, have a bit of class. <laughs> I remember watching videos before of her and Kevin in the gaff. Oh, they were like off their heads, completely high. And I hate and the way he was made out around. to be such a hero because he took custody of his own kids. Wow, what a guy. <laughs> it's like, you know, every no. now and again, the last week I met a comedian who told me, um, oh, fair play to, about one of the other lads. Fair play to him because he's going home. He used to go home and babysit his kids. His missus is going out. What did I say, Emma? What would any of us say? It's <sighs> not babysitting it when they're... His kids. Oh yeah, I've I've been in the middle of many of these conversations in comedy, and I'm gonna snap one day. I have a long fuse, and I'm gonna well, look, snap we'll one day. Well, look, keep the bottles out of your hand. Anyway. And I am going to just fucking people telling me fair I play to some lads. I love when you lad. feel murderous. That's just when I like absolutely that winds love me up. You. And I'm oh, don't. And get you're me there pumping in the green room, trying your best. Three fucking kids. It's so hard to drink your Sauvignon Blanc when you're pumping. It can be done. Uh, It took me three times round, so the third child is going to turn out just fine. The other two, yeah, yeah. But look, well done, Tommy. Learned. Lesson learned. Um, Yeah, I love Britney. I don't know if the Britney magic. Is ever going to come back? But I then, don't you see, think, I don't think you we see, can ever Madonna, get past them. I mean, do you know what I mean? The, the, something happens to the magic. I don't like. I love Britney, but I don't like her Instagram. 
I'm like, what is going on? I don't even follow her on Instagram, but she's completely clinical, is it? Yeah, I follow her because I love her. She does a lot of like walking on our land and changing into mad skimpy outfits and but dancing remember, with whoever the boyfriend. Probably, she's probably not even in control of her Instagram. Oh, well, not all of it. Definitely not all of it. But like just fucking shite. You know, I just it. think, you know, she's a successful businesswoman. I'd love who to see her doing like a an story in like Burger King, like seeing how many fries she can fit in her mouth. That's to me what Britney should be doing. Do you know what I mean? But I just think there's such a vulnerability to Britney now that, uh, like, you know, it's like I think when there's too talks, many people like managing, yeah, the company that is yeah. Britney. And I think Mariah Carey actually had a similar thing that her life, yes. is, her life was being micromanaged to such an there's extent. There's too many people. Like, do you that's remember ha- that? Oh my god! It, just as we're saying it now, that's what ha- has hey, happened Emma, to the stars of you? today. Can you there's let go too- of my shirt collar, please? <laughs> there's too many people involved trying to make fucking money out of them. There's too many assistants, too many publishers. Well, I just we need remember, to strip that all back yes. and get a bit of realness. And you know, I just remember on the MTV Cribs and. I would always kind of it's like to produce it's all yeah. produced the producing every fucking aspect and of Maria Carey Maria, Maria Carey was walking through like her you know I think it was like a seven story like New York um, townhouse and I just remember her walking into like the room where you know all these random people were just sprawled on the L-shaped couches mm. and they were all eating pizza and she was like hey and she's like they don't even wave back at me and then there was a pizza there and she was like and everyone's just here eating pizza except for me I can have like one bite and that's it that's all I'm allowed and just in that moment I was like Mariah on fucking MTV Cribs I mean I must watch that again it's a good little but yeah no look I I think with Brits we'll always have a soft spot I will go to a Britney concert but it will be more do you know what I would go to the Britney course concert more in a way the Britney course the Britney course that DIT how to be Britney (laughs) Give me, give me. What? What's the next line? Give me, give me, give me more. I'm sorry. Is that not a course you would go to? Yeah, a hundred percent. Starting yeah. in a PLC college near you. Um, no, I will go to Britney concert now in the same way that I would go to see my friend's one woman show after her marriage breakdown. You know what mm. I mean? And she says, look, do you know what? Oh, sure, I've always on, wanted to do drama. So I would go, I, I would go choice. out to support. Yeah, yeah. But not to actually. Yeah. She was here recently. I heard it was Enjoy. Shite. She was miming a lot and whatever. But sure. So how could any, you, look, for God's sake. If you're dancing, sake. they're not singing. Forget about it. It's not humanly possible. Absolutely not. I mean, you know me. I can't move my arms and my legs at the same time. And then sing? So, but give it, give it. Here's a sec. Not give me more. Give me a sec. Give me a second. That's it. Give oh a minute. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, the only break you'd have is um the one on the piano. What's that one? You know what Kiefer Sutherland in the video? That's the, only, that's the first That's the first song she wrote herself. Oh, look, here you telling my cousin Emer. Shout out to Emer Callan, who is pharmacist extraordinaire, extraordinaire, extraordinaire in Boots, Edinburgh. I, if I had a glass of Sauvignon Blanc for the amount of times, I would say every conversation I have with Emer, she manages to bring in, you know that that was the first song of Britney. But I, if I was Britney, I would just, every second song would be every time because it's just a nice yeah. sit down on the bench. Ah, what? Okay. 
Look, before we move And the on. lack of subtlety with the video. The paps and then she nearly dies. <laughs> I just love that okay. real literal. Favourite Britney spot song. And give us a bar before we go. I would say, what is that one? Um, oh, here we go. Hiya, man. It's a give it, give me more. I don't know. You the go first. We've been just singing for no, fucking... the one I know. Toxic. But, hang on, I need, not toxic. Where she's in. No, because I just think that's not fair. It's what? not a real reflection of what's going on in the skies. I love toxic. Okay, well, I'm just telling you you're wrong. Oh, well, I think we talked about it when we were doing Bobby Brown. Look, it's what's wrong with Spotify? No results for Britney. I mean, for God's sake. I'm just so. I would say, what is that one where? Is it Gimme More? Where she's Looking like, at me like I'm some kind of freak. Oh, like, why do don't you something? do something? Oh, I love that one. Absolutely. The angrier the Britney, the better. That's um, true, isn't it? I just want to find one before I go. Um, do I like any of them? Jesus Christ. A slave? Sorry, uh, no. No. That wasn't it either. I just don't. Not so. Sometimes I run. Sometimes I hide. Um, yeah, I don't think I can actually find one that I like. So okay, so after our um, first installment know, of Britney, Julie reveals that she doesn't like any Britney songs. I know, but you know what? We've mentioned them all. Like, I loved Give Me More. Don't tell me it's the one she did with Madonna, is it? Uh, I loved Give Me More. Uh, I'm a slave for you. Absolutely loved that. I just asked you I that just, and you said no. Okay, you we're finding out. Sap- that's the one I wanted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what this reminds me of? When I was in Perth, I only had an iPod shuffle that was broken. Oh, yeah. And it was stuck It on had this. one song. This is not a lie. It had yeah. one song because I couldn't download the music. <laughs> and I got this guy, this um, really nice Japanese lad was working yeah. in the hostel. And I asked him if he would download a song. So he downloaded one Britney Spears song. Pretty good one, though. And then asked me for money to make sushi. <laughs> so I was like, this seems like a fair deal. Yeah. I've been Jeannie J. I've been Emma Dorn. She's been Brittany. <laughs> Chat later, peeps. God bless. This has to stop, Emma. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.